G'day, everybody. First of all, we hope everybody is safe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anna and I, we wanted to just put this message on the top of the shows at the moment because, look, when the coronavirus situation first hit, we thought the best thing to do because we're heading into an uncertain future is to get in the studio and record as many episodes as we could yep. ahead of varying degrees of lockdown. So that's exactly. what we've done. Yeah, so these shows probably aren't going to reference the current climate much, but we've loved doing them as an escape. Absolutely. We're deliberately trying not to mention it. And uh, we hope you love them as well. Stay safe, everyone. Wash those hands. A Podcast One production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two, one. Ahoy, everyone listening. Ahoy to you, Ham. Ahoy, ahoy my, my boy. Ahoy, ahoy, my boy. <laughs> ahoy, my boys. Ahoy, my boy, Jack. Ahoy, my boys. Ahoy, my boys. <laughs> it feels uh, very nice, doesn't it? It feels yeah. like I've invited you back to the family island and I'm wearing a woolly... Jumper, yep, and then you're on a tugboat. But and I look- wasn't sure you'd make it for the family reunion. You got shorts on as well. Oh, my boys. Jumping. Yeah, yes, how are you? Because I'm a sea man. Yeah, and I can I care about keeping my chill zone warm. Yep, but I don't mind if my legs are exposed to the elements. Yes. Ahoy, my boys. Ahoy, Kieran as well. Ahoy, boys and Jack. My boys. Just a quick hello from Melbourne. I'm returning to uni next week after a three month break. <laughs> So I've had just enough time to upload this voice recording to say keep up the good work and look forward to the next episode. See ya. He would have just made it too. And his uni work, if he had a holiday project, it would have suffered. <laughs> exactly. Good on him. Good on him. Uh, Dedicated his holiday to uploading not, a message. Another kind hey, of thing you, you and I did at uni. Um, no. Which is almost, quite a while ago now. It's over 10 years ago we are at uni. Yes. And, uh, and do remember we mm. were... We were it was the days where uploading an assignment from home was... That was a cutting edge. Yeah. That was all the rage. <laughs> and uh, we struggled with that. <laughs> hey, didn't, didn't we? Admit we did. We did. And that was it designed was... by the university to be hassle-free, mm. and we struggled. But we, what we didn't struggle with <laughs> is submitting the same assignment, Jack, on numerous occasions. Only got caught once. Yeah. They were struggling too, Jack. It was <laughs> a time of universal struggle. <laughs> yeah. And uh, as we you. know from apocalyptic mm. movies, when it's rats v cockroaches, yeah. both are scrappy players, <laughs> but one will win. <laughs> hey, new segment we're launching right now. <laughs> yeah. Hit it, Jack. Come on. Mm, yeah, it does kind of have yeah, a point that, there. That sounds right, actually. Hamish and Andy's Court of Appeal. Sometimes we are brought to task. Yeah. Uh, people appealing against their decisions. It is a show that makes a lot of decisions along the fly, I think. Yep. But um, we're not, and this is the difference between doing the show as, um, you know, from Australia versus, say, North Korea. Mm. You get the idea that North Korean podcasts, yeah. nothing's appealed. Yeah, you can't challenge them. Government does a funny podcast, mm. you enjoy it, <laughs> <laughs> and that's that. That's that. Yeah, that's you can't. Speaking of international contributions, mm. uh, will we or won't we have a Teo? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. For those following along from last episode where I outsourced some of the writing for the show. Upwork, was it was called? Upwork. Upwork. Hired a young man called Teo. Bit of a debacle on the Upwork front, mm-hmm. money-wise. Right. It's US dollars. When the conversion went through, he's, he's uh, made off. I won't reveal the full story, but yep. he's done all right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hey, this one is worrying. Why? From a guy called Jono. From the US. He says, Hey mates, you've promised me an H and A coin. 
I'm thinking, oh, we haven't had John. I look, and, I look, and I cross-referenced because we've got everyone has their own use, unique number. For exactly this reason. Yep. UCN you, on you, the back of each <laughs> coin. Unique engraved coin at a much higher cost for yep. the coin guys we got it, but I'm glad we had it. Yep. Never share it with anyone. He says... Open yourself wide open to identity theft if you do. When did we bring in the coins? Right at the start. So the show. two and a half years ago? Yep. I think that's right. So 2018. He says on Tuesday, September 16th, mm. 2014. Okay, mate. Hamish promised something. He was talking about the gold colored watch. Also, a very <laughs> valuable thing that has been offered previously on this show. Yes. Um, and there was, he said, a big eBay debacle with a cursed watch. That's what we're talking about. I do vaguely remember that? Yeah. And. This is what someone was trying to sell a watch, and we put a didn't we put a curse on it? <laughs> we did. We put. A, we had Which, someone in. Someone eBay don't trying, talk about a lot, but that is one of the options you have available to you as a potential intellectual property rights holder. Yep. If you see something you made on eBay yep. that you did not give authorized to be sold, mm. you always have the option of cursing it. Yep. Bring a witch in. Bring a witch. Get B B Y O W. Yep. But you can do it. <laughs> um, so, obviously, that rig bro had been going for a while. Yeah, God, we don't have and, time for the and for the backstory. But you said this on September sixteenth, twenty fourteen. We found out about a cursed gold coloured watch. The story of how it got cursed is a long story. We're not going to bore you with it here. If you're familiar with it, you earn five Hamish and Andy coins. Mm. Uh, thank you for your participation in the show. Ah, no, nah, that's just a generic word. So <laughs> <laughs> next to a few other words. I can understand. So you, before we had HJ yeah. coins, you were giving out fake ones. I like, guess more like Disney dollars. Yeah. You like, know, like. You earn a pat on the back. Yeah, you earn a bunch of Hamish and points. Yeah. Yeah, now, exactly. if I awarded someone, if I, Jack, if I give you 100, 100 Hamish and points today, yeah. if in five years' time yeah. I we make up gold daggers yeah. and at the end of it is the Hamish and point and yeah. that's like what everyone wants. Yeah. You don't get a hundred of those. No, you know what I mean. That's this is this is just that's just that's chat. Just a phrase. That's just so chat. That's what to be clear. Do we or do we know not owe Jono any coins because they didn't exist at the time? Yep. Then no. I think okay. legally, that's got to be the ruling. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, I know that's good decided, news. <laughs> I'm making it sound like my hands are tied, and at the same time benefiting from the ruling. Well, that's often the way it is in the Court of Appeals. <laughs> Innocent. <laughs> there you go. Sorry, Jono. Hey, I've got oh, one as well. You. Since we're um, since we're in the court, mm -hmm. uh, this came in from a alert listener, Hugh. Mm -hmm. Double barrel surname, Hugh Win Harris. Oh, I like that. And he's a little bit fast on this. He sounds like a great guy. Um, ahoy, Jack. Starts with you, Jack. That's rare. Hamish Nanny. Happy birthday, Ando. Um, Just see so people know out there. Jack doesn't look at the emails as much as he used. But still, put me on there. It's nice to be on there. You're right. He doesn't, does he? Actually, he hasn't looked at them. I don't. Have you looked at them this year? No, I mean, like you said in last episode, Hamish, I've been very busy. We've all been busy. <laughs> I still find time to look at every email. I'm busier than I you. Will, or you may be with, with now that if Teo steps up, okay. <laughs> okay. you'll have a bit more time now that we're getting yeah. what used to be an unstructured conversational podcast. Now we're getting it scripted. My point is just don't feel obliged. Yeah, yeah. Jack, if you want to save characters. Yep, totally. Yeah, if you're at a, if you're at a net cafe. <laughs> And you, you need to type quick to save those dollar bucks. Yeah. Uh, look, he says, I'm a bit fast and loose and I'm a sporadic podcast listener. A lot of people are. We do encourage people to yep. go back and start from the start. But some people just love dipping. Mm. Um, he said, look, 
I did hear you guys encouraging people to begin at episode one. Yep. Um, so he's gone all the way back to the beginning. I'm up to episode 25, and I think I found a huge error. Oh, there was a guy called Dom on, and his special skill was guessing the beats per minute of songs. Yes. Right? He guessed Alive by Pearl Jam to be 75 beats per minute, and he said it was 82, which resulted in Dom getting three out of five and thus missing out on the vital four out of five threshold to get him a coin. I have done some subpar investigating, but enough to lead me to believe it is exact, exactly, it is in fact exactly 75 beats per minute, and Dom should have won the coin. Right. Whew. Ando, this is the moment from the show. Yeah. Have a little listen. Dom, alive by Ooh. Pearl Jam. Where's it sit? I think around 75. Hamish? He's low. He's low. 82. Just missed it by two beats. <laughs> by two beats? Because he had a oh, five, yeah, five buffer. Plus, yeah, plus or minus five. Um, I hadn't actually listened to that grab. I suppose <laughs> it just, I suppose it just reiterated what he said. <laughs> yeah. But Darth found it, so yeah. thank you, Darth. <laughs> um, so that was the situation. Yeah. Of course, I then went, well, right, was it 75 or was it 82? Yeah. You go to songbpm.com, yeah. which is a website that does exactly what you think it would do. Yeah. That says 75. Right. Darcy, though, our audio wizard, yeah. he contests. Yeah. He says 82 is correct. Darcy, come on in. Wow. This is huge. So here's what we're going to do. Jack, can you pull up a so, live by Pearl Jam, please? So, so Darcy, you're saying, and welcome. Hello, guys. G'day. Yeah, you're very welcome to the front of the scenes. You're very much really behind <laughs> yeah. the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> but it's nice to have you. So, Darcy, this, I look online, it says 75, but you tested it and you reckon it's 82. I reckon it's 82. I've just got a metronome on my yep. phone that allows you to plug it in with your, you tap along with your finger. Yep. yep. I got 82 wow. when I did that. All right, and that's probably the information you, Andy was going off? Probably. Hang on. Yep. I've just thought yeah. of something. Yeah. If Jack's going to play it out of the system here, exactly. which we is the up. same system that the radio station uses, we they speed, speed it up. Do they speed up every song? I thought that was I didn't the... get it off the radio you didn't? system. Okay. No, I got it off. I was just tapping along on YouTube or Spotify. Yeah. Yep. Should I just go off my phone here? Just in case. Okay. Oh, here we go. And you look at Darcy's finger and you say if you think he's tapping well. He's tapping oh. very well. We're looking at it's giving us a live BPM readout. I can reveal to the listeners it is 74, 75, 76. I want to contest that. <laughs> what, what, what's happening? <laughs> what's, what's going on? I want to contest that. Like we've okay. Dom off. I, can, I tapped along later in the song, and I want to say maybe the fact that they're a rock band. They sped up. They, they didn't sped go- up a little bit later on. Does? Does? You can say that. Okay. Of course you can say that. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, it's a, it's, there's five minutes of the song left. How much left of the song do you want to go to? About a minute left? Go, yeah. to, the part, go to the chorus where he's wait, 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 singing just, a lot. Yeah. There's a minute yeah. and a half left. It is higher. It's faster. They've sped up. They've sped up. <laughs> the song sped up. It's at eighty. It's at eighty now. Yeah. So they've just sped up the song as they've gone. Oh, which so, means so they didn't. They probably never played to a click back then. They just they wouldn't have. No, yeah, they didn't. I don't just, think. Just go. <laughs> uh, well, I mean. They, you do just so, go, you guys yeah, go, yeah. we're in a band. Yep. If you feel it, you go for it. If it's not there, you slow it back, let the audience catch up. Great contest, by the way, Darth. Well, I would say during the chorus, when it does get exciting, you start going faster. Yeah. Oh, I know, intro, mate. Intro, you know, you're a drummer. As a drummer. I'm a drummer. Dom's the drummer as well. Yeah, and, okay. and we, 
as drummers, I think you're mostly in charge of feeling the audience vibe, and you can see it in their eyes. Yeah. And and do you play without looking at the drums? Uh, yeah, I mean, I can as well. <laughs> <laughs> so your eyes are free yeah. to roam around, to, roam, so you, to see if you're feeling it, <laughs> yeah. and you can tell the audience like, "Come on, come on!" Like a horse kicking down. And if the you're really, really feeling it, then you just close your eyes yes. and roll. With Sometimes it. I do that as okay, well. Sometimes yes. I sing. So, so you keep you can keep your drum chat. What you guys do? Yeah, read the show notes. Do. We'll give you the rest of what we do. Yeah, uh, offline. Let's well. Let's assess the statements. I'm going to say we have to overturn it. Yeah. We have to track Dom down mm. and just go, listen, at some parts of the song, it is 75. Let's call him. He's let's, actually let's, let's spot go to, on. Let's go to a break here. Later on in the, in the, in the song, yeah, yeah, sure, gets gets higher. Let's go to a break here and yeah. apologise to Dom and give him a call straight after this. Find him. Okay, we've located his number, Ham. You got a Jacko? Um, yeah, got it. Put it in. Huge moment. I mean, right? it is a huge moment. And do we have to give him something? Also, I mean, we give him the coin, but what else? We, is there? You mean interest? Yeah. See what he says. The person you are calling oh. is not available. He's moved. Please leave a short we'll message, just, we'll leave a message and it will be sent as an audio message. Dom, Hamish and Andy here. Too much to contain in one message. Yep. Headline, we reviewed your case. We think we were wrong. You mm. might have earned a coin. Hit us back. <laughs> That's all we need, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right. Hopefully he calls back by the end of the show, guys. Uh, we didn't leave a number. <laughs> just hit us back. Is He'll just sort of find a way. He'll know. He'll know. <laughs> if he's worth a coin, he'll find a way. <laughs> I'm, I know the musician I feel the most sorry for now, mm. and I know I've mentioned this to you. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's tambourine players, Jack, yep. because uh, as people may have seen back when all the bushfire pills and stuff were going on, it seemed like the go-to instrument someone would go and steal from the percussionists. Um, it must suck. Yeah. Like Celeste Barber, when Jet was playing, immediately jumps up, Good grabs memory. a tambourine, and, and off she goes. But it just happens. It obviously stuck with you. Because well, because I was sitting there going, poor, the, the tambourine guy had a job. Mm-hmm. And now he can't do it. And now he can't do it. And it, it, it it's if frustrating. There, if you were there as you were a surgeon yep. and you've asked for the scalpel and Celeste Barber runs in and grabs it and goes, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a surgeon as well. You're like, well, no, you're not. The tricky thing is in any any field, if you are doing the thing mm. that anyone can just do, yes. you know, you are, would carry with you this annoyance. Ten pin yeah. bowling, same thing. People yes. look at it and go, I've bowled a strike. <laughs> Exactly. And they try and go, well, no, but it's step- about doing it every time and, and when you need to do it. Because no one's looking at F1 and no. going, oh, I can drive that fast. Exactly. Like, okay, well, that's a very hard skill. Yep. Surfing, if you can't do it, I encourage you to try. But if you can't do it, you don't think you could do it today. Exactly. But tambourining, mm-hmm. you can. And I go to, I mean, I go to Sonny's school assembly. Yeah. And there's like 10 kids with tambourines up on stage. Yeah. Because, of course, it's the instrument you can pick up today <laughs> and be at the elite level. Uh, you and I felt sorry for these people. We yeah. feel that there should be kind of some kind of hotline that they can call. Hello, distressed tambourine players hotline. How can I help you? Yes, yes, thank you. Thank you for taking my call. Um, my name is Duncan. I'm a professional tambourine player and I've had a pretty rough day. Sure. Okay, Duncan. Well, my name's Roger. I'm a trained professional. I'm here to help you. What's on your mind? Well, there's been a couple of separate incidents. Yep, okay. Um, I'm actually in the stairwell after one of them. Um, I'm, we are playing a gig for a 50th birthday party, a private gig, and 
and my band was playing Brown Eyed Girl. Yep. Okay. Um, well, that's a, yeah, I understand. That's a pretty popular song for drunk 50 year old people. Yes. Um, I normally don't come in with the tambourine until the, the choruses, so I had a bit of time in my hands. I turned around and had a sip of my wine, and the lady came up and grabbed my tambourine and ran off with it into the party. Right. Okay. Stole your, stole your tambourine. Did, um, yes. did she play it? Yes. Right. We couldn't stop her playing it until the end of the night. Yeah, we get a lot of these. Um, tambourine's obviously very appealing for people, particularly if you've had a few and you're a bit of an attention seeker. It's yep. a lot of fun for people to steal it and play it. Did, um, did any of your band members help you out? No. No, they actually seem to be encouraging her to keep playing it. You're right. Look, that must have been difficult. I'm mm-hmm. sorry to hear that. Just speak to the yep. drummer. Yes, and he said, can you grab me a beer, mate? as if I wasn't really vital to the band anymore now that a drunk mum of four has taken off with my instrument. Yeah. So somehow I'd been reduced to being the band's waiter. Yeah, right. And I, and I assume once uh, once the drummer said, can you get me a beer, mate, the bass player and the guitarist and stuff, they probably looked at you with a bit of a go and get us a beer as well while you're at it, mate, kind of look. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah, look, that's, that's tough. Um, have you ever spoken to any of the band members at rehearsal? about this, a bit of a, you know, well, how would you guys feel it if I gave away the whole drum kit to a member of the crowd or, you know, your bass guitar or something like that? Yeah, I I brought that up and um, they laughed and said that wouldn't happen because we play proper instruments. Right, okay. Yeah, I understand. That's got to cut deep. The proper instrument is a, that's a slur that um, certainly you're not alone amongst tambourine players getting that uh, that kind of insult. (sighs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, you said there was another incident. You said a number of incidents. Um, yes, sorry, yesterday I went around to visit my brother and his wife and um, they have a three-year-old. I went to the bathroom and I, when I returned, they'd given my nephew my tambourine to play as if it's a toy. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, you're not alone with that one either. When will this behaviour stop? Right. Um, look, I understand the pain you're in and um, obviously I sympathise and I want to help. At the same time, it is important that, I'm, that I be honest with you so the answer to when it will stop is it won't. Um, it won't stop, unfortunately. And that is not just you. That's for anyone that's chosen to play the tambourine and just the tambourine yes. in a band as yep. their musical instrument. Okay. Unfortunately, you you are sort of destined to get to, to attract this sort of ridicule. And but you're not alone. Triangle players get it as well. So right. Well, this is just just devastating. I mean, you study for five years and five years. Then- Sorry, yes. did, you say, did you say five years? Yes. Right. May I ask, Duncan, when you were studying for five years, what did you do with the other four years and 11 months? <laughs> no, I just... No, sorry, there are, there are intricacies to no, the temporary that, it, well, that are very... I mean, hard. was it a one-month course that you failed 50 times? You had to kind of keep doing it two months <laughs> off a year? I, I want to speak to your manager. Yeah, no, she's not around. Uh, did I mean, you've got to see where I'm coming from here, obviously. No. It's a, it's a, it is, it's kind of a funny instrument. I mean, I, monkeys play them. You see monkeys playing them. You, you no, see it all the time. No, the common thing is monkeys playing cymbals. Yes, but, these are, but tambourine is mini cymbals. Isn't it a disc of mini cymbals? <laughs> Isn't it? It is, right? Hey, he's gone. Funny. Another funny one. Very funny one, man. Hey, it's been a while since we've done one of these. 
This sounds like this sounds like this sounds like this. If this sounds like that, I'm your man. Andy Lee, Song Sleuth. Sniffing out copycats, <laughs> ironically copying the Suzanne song yes. for your opener. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but, but deliberately ironic. Absolutely. 100%. Uh, uh, hey, a lot of people have been sending these in. Yeah. And thank you. Um, yeah, people want to know, don't they? People want justice. But, but uh, some are way off. But yeah. just, you know, they're all being investigated. Here's the first one came off my own bat. All right. There's a song called 1-800 that we'd all know. Um, have a listen. I've been on a low. I've been taking my time. I feel like I'm out of my mind. I feel like my life ain't mine. Who can relate? Woo! Me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I have a tick. I always participate in um, uh, call and response. So that song, then the Rubens new one. This is your sniffing. Mm. Now, lay the think, charge, lay the charge. I don't think there is enough, but I'm giving them a vibe warning. Okay. <laughs> vibe <laughs> is a difficult one because the, the put, vibe put, is part of the culture, though. Yes. I mean, at what point, who owns hip-hop or the slightly electronic breakdown? I put them both together, which yeah. we do in the lab. You do. And uh, this is this is the two combined. Who can relate? I've been on a low, I've been taking my time. I feel like I'm out of my mind. Okay, I see what you're getting at. Yes. Uh, I'll stick up for the Rubos yeah. here. Um, Ruby Doobies, because <laughs> I'm a big fan. And I'm obviously close quite, mates with them because you know their personal nickname. I know a few of their yeah. like more hardcore fan nicknames. Mm. What the Ruby Doobies have done here, does it sounds actually a bit like they're both singing a similar song, yet you can still very much see the vocal prowess and the musical ability. It kind of sounds like a, a benefit concert where they're all like they've come together to do a similar vibe, yes. but you can very much tell, oh, okay, well, that's, you know, that's, that's Bono all I'm and saying, that's the Red Hot Chili Peppers. It's a vibe <laughs> warning, isn't it? It's a vibe warning, but I, I'd... I'd if I was their lawyer, yeah. I'd I'd open the mail from you, yeah. and I'd go, oh, don't worry about this, mate. Vibe, <laughs> vibe warnings come all the time because it's taste, okay. seasonal. Uh, tastes come and go, part of the culture. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, mate. By the Christmas time, this will all blow over. But it, it lets them know that I'm looking at it, though. Yeah, but I just have look. This guy looks at everyone. I wouldn't worry, <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't worry about it too much, guys. This one came in from Oscar Hill. Yeah, I think it's similarly. It's a vibe warning. <laughs> right, again, I'm but, happy to represent Oscar Hill. But um, uh, Bublé, yep. haven't met you yet. We're a big fan of Bublé this year. Everyone knows that song. Yep, especially you. <laughs> You've been non-stop <laughs> chatting about Bublé. <laughs> he had a good show. Yeah, I understand, but we must move on. <laughs> the world must move on. Did you meet him? <laughs> Are you I trying to be? Him. No, no. Are you trying to get it out there no. that you're supporting no, him vocally, not, so he, he, you could stay at his. I Aspen, don't call him Booby Ruby Aspen, like you call the Aspen Aspen Ranch. My friend. I think um, you're trying to get a ski holiday out of Booby. I'm something's up. I'd like that. <laughs> I would oh, like look. that. I would. I wouldn't say no to a ski holiday with Michael Booby. Sure. Well, yep. take it from me. Yeah. You meet your idols. Yeah. Happened to me with James Blunt yeah. overseas. <laughs> They're not like they are on stage. Okay, I'm just gonna, that's all I'm going to say. Okay, so there's Bublé's song, and there was a famous song back in the day called Love Song mm-hmm. by Sarah Bareilles. Oh, yeah. 
remember that song? Yep. Okay. Here's the warning. They're not the to, same, are they? No, but here's the warning to Buble. Wow. Because Sarah... I'm not going to get a ski holiday out of him now. <laughs> <laughs> because Sarah's song was two years earlier. Right. It's an intro warning. Gotcha. Okay. Have a listen to both their intros. That's just E E E F F E F F. All I'm saying is another another vibe warning. It's the same tempo, yeah, and you're looking and the same step. You hang around on a piano long enough, you know things are going to double up. And I'd say to and I'd like put my hand up to say to Michael Bublé, I will represent you, mate. I I know this judge. I know the kind of allegations he can throw. You got nothing to worry about. To be safe, why don't we have a quick ski together? <laughs> in Aspen, I assume you have some sort of, or in Canada, mm. somewhere in Whistler. Mm. We'll hang out for a week. We'll go over your defence. I think you'll be fine. May as well fly me over, though. All Tax I'm is, today is a warning shot across the bow of the Rubens and Booby. The Booby and the Ruby. <laughs> Home time for... The uh, coffee table book still coming. Always... Certainly coming down the pipe, which is exciting. Yep. Um, we did have a breakthrough this week, though, didn't we, guys? We had a meeting. We had a little break. We had a meeting. A breakthrough. Breakthrough yes, with the book. Yes, we, we was, like, took a little break as we well. Est- we established some bra- some graphics that we quite Wonderful like. parameters have been established. <laughs> yeah. really. I wouldn't really call it a meeting, though. You sent around a text. Yeah. We- <laughs> email Online meeting. Yeah, virtual meeting. Everyone's working from home a lot more these days. We had a great breakthrough, which required a break afterwards. You'll notice after that, we haven't done much. <laughs> much else. Much all, but absolutely, certainly ticking off things, mm. uh, streamlining the process, working hard to maintain efficiencies and increase efficiencies. I really like this one to kick things off from Ben Perinotto, Ham. Yep. He says, when someone asks you to guess a number of something so they can brag, mm-hmm. often happens with something like, yep. guess how many goals I kicked on the weekend. <laughs> yep. Purposely guess way too high. Always. Always. <laughs> yeah, it's a, st- it's a great one. 200. 200. <laughs> uh, six. Oh, that's oh. well below two. Wow, e three percent. Cheapest creepers. What happened? <laughs> no, I love it. It's a classic. It's a classic one. Known as anchoring in negotiation. <laughs> <laughs> False anchor. Uh, and uh, mm. this comes in uh, comes in from Trevor. Really simple one. I like it a lot. Um, uh, whenever anybody, another one, I guess, in the bragging realm. Great. And these are good because yeah. bragging is a way to gain power. That's yes. why people do it. And they so think you, it gives them power. And if you can cut someone down when they're on their way to a powerful position, you really can absorb that power. Yeah. Very much, I believe, the uh, martial arts, um, Tai Chi Che, what mm. is that one, where you use that opponent's body weight if they come at you, oh. attacking you. You know, you Type use that. Probably like jujitsu as well, yeah. but anything where you use their body weight yeah. against them. Yes. So you go with the momentum. Yep. And then oh sumo's a bit of that. Now who's in rear guard? <laughs> Me, the guy you thought you were bragging to. So I think this has got a bit of this. Um when somebody tells you a fact about themselves, mm. which is usually kind of a boring person, I suppose, that just likes the yep. conversation to be just, you know, throwing out arbitrary facts like, Oh, you know, I used to I used to really like origami as a kid yep. or something, just no one needed to know. Uh, always say thoughtfully, hmm, that explains a lot. 
does give them the impression that there is something odd about them that needs explaining. Now, I like that explains a lot. Really like that. Yeah. And like, you know, we're like, oh, you know, sometimes on the weekend I, you know, build a car with a few mates and we take it out to the track and we, you know, we race it around trying to get the best time. Yeah, that explains a lot. No, no, it was a brag. It was a brag. <laughs> Shouldn't explain anything. Yeah, how cool I am. This one's from Harry Ham. Yeah. Gym based. Cool. Head, while wearing headphones, power move. Nice. Said when you're in the gym using headphones, and if you don't hear someone the first time they've said something, mm-hmm. your default response should be, "Yeah, mate, see you later." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, you thought they were just saying goodbye. <laughs> Meaning they have to kind of stick around awkwardly after that to try and ask again. Invariably, you can get them to leave. <laughs> I got one here, Andrew, that yep. I think is a very very rare to a year one where we go, oh, I'm not sure about this. Okay. But, so I preface this by saying, Henry, thank you for writing in. Yep. We love you. Mightn't make the book. Mightn't make the book. Okay. I'll see what Andy says about it, see what Jack says about it. It's to do with sports. Mm-hmm. Both of you have played sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jack Futsal for you, <laughs> the kind of soccer based on uh, foosball, the no, popular table game. People know futsal now. It's very popular now. Yes. Yes. Why is the ball so heavy? To, to, I didn't invent futsal. I just played it. Futsal. <laughs> 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 and that was the tradition, kick it so hard that you end up with sore feet. Yep. It's evolved yep. and good for the sport. Mm. And uh, various ball sports, mm. you'd be aware. This is a ball sport okay. Okay. Um, power move. It's for soccer, though. Okay. He says, look, when you're playing soccer, if an opposition player's shot is definitely going in yeah. and you can't stop it, <laughs> just, <laughs> just boot it in yourself to stop them claiming the goal. <laughs> I don't think they can have the guitar because I argue, Henry, that if you can boot it in, you can stop it. It's a difficult conversation to have with your teammates to go, no, it was right in that zone where I could kick it into the goal but nowhere else. <laughs> <laughs> and I did the right thing, guys, by denying that their opposition player is stat. He doesn't get the morale boost. They won't go on to win. Trust me, I've done the right thing. <laughs> no power cord. Thank you, Henry. I don't know if it's a power move. I just think you're setting yourself up for some team ridicule. This one is him. Caleb Phillips. Power move. When getting a lift with someone in their car... Mm-hmm. Carpooling from a longer distance type drive. Great. Straight away, jump in the car and say, I'd offer some petrol money, but I know you wouldn't accept it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. For anything, <laughs> for anything where there's a chance. You would love this one, Joe. You're going to use this four times by Sunday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said, you win, your, your best win scenario is then they don't ask. He said, if... They do. Oh, it's worth it. It's worth it. But it, this is the win-lose scenario. He's got a follow-up line for you, which is if they said, well, actually. I would like some. Struggling a bit at the moment, are you? <laughs> <laughs> Make him work for it. Make him work. <laughs> um, guys, do you remember years and years ago on the radio show, we invented a company, a social media network, to take down Facebook. Chums Group. Chums Group. Hmm. Chums Group was a powerful online force. It worked. Yep. We beat them. We called the win. Yep. 
We <laughs> did the honourable thing and we moved back out of the battle scene and then they stayed in the battleground well, no, running it, around it, pretending it, that they were winning. And then yes. in a way they've rewritten history. Yeah, we've rewritten history a little bit just by, <laughs> in, in the way that we then was riding high with how many subscribers we had. Yeah. There was tens of thousands of Chums Group people and, it, and growing at a rate like yeah. from zero to 100. We were Very fast. much quicker than Facebook and MySpace and all those ones. Yep. But then we got co- overconfident with hacking situation. Yeah. Well, we, I we think it's, it's actually a cautionary tale for Facebook who are trying to introduce their currency, Libra. Mm. I, I don't know where that's at. I see various articles around about it. But we introduced Chumbers. Yeah. Oh, Chumbucks, sorry. For each Chumba, yeah. you got it when you joined Chumbers Group, you got a Chumba. You got a Dumba, which was a Chumba. A Chumba. And yeah. introducing Chumbucks, that made people a bit greedy, didn't it? Yep. it? It turned our beautiful utopia mm. into mm-hmm. a capitalist cutthroat society. It was an interesting experiment. Yep. And then we put up a graphic of a security camera on the website and said <laughs> to, it's, it's, to say it's very it's very secure. Now. Yeah. No one could hack it. Yep. And then when we... Much like the number plate recognition cameras I suspect <laughs> are in the car park here. Then we logged on. And uh, I think there was a dancing hot dog across the yeah, screen and, possibly, and the whole thing didn't work. And then suddenly people, people had 500 trillion chum bucks and yeah. stuff, so they figured out how to hack the back end. Because how did you – you earned one chum buck. Jack, do you remember you had a factory, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, you could click on the machine and it would earn you 10 chum bucks. Yeah. Another I think you in- had to click 100 times and you f- – it was a quite no, you, a – it was you, like – it was click, sort of we invented mining Bitcoin before it was a thing. Like it was labor intensive. You clicked on a lever and then it went through a machine. You had to wait for it to then – It right. came out, out of the earth into yes. a machine and then came out as a buck and then you'd have to click on it again. And you had to watch that animation. And yeah. so that that then the day after when we realised some chums, and and some of this is on us, some of the <laughs> members of chums group yeah. you would see in message boards, it had your chum bucks tally next to your name, yeah. which in hindsight was a kind of a, that's a bit of a gross thing to do because <laughs> yeah. it's sort of like you're carrying around visibly your wallet telling yeah, everyone worth, yeah. I'm yeah. more important than you. As everyone's walking around with their ATM receipts stapled to their head. And I obviously need a sombrero. <laughs> but it, it probably was the wrong metric to, you know, go judge each chum by their chum buck balance. But then we saw some people had trillions. Yep. And obviously the maths did not work out. We didn't think those had been it. mined legally. Yes. And we realized that they got into it. Anyway, the main feature, the reason I bring up Chums Group is the main feature of Chums Group, the central feature, the thing that people loved the most was the flagpole system. Yeah. Where instead of having to write status updates. Yeah. You couldn't write. You couldn't really write. Yeah, there was no way to write, and it saved so many people's time. So you had a, you had your your shack. Yep. That was on your page, yep. and, and you, you flew a flag, and you had a flagpole at the front of the shack, and you could select what flag you wanted to fly. And there was a very very generous two hundred flag colors on option yep. that that represented all potential human emotions or moods. <laughs> yeah, and that was exactly. just a much simpler way because you go, okay, Mauve. Yeah. Okay, that guy's worried about his footy team this weekend. Yes. Or whatever it was, so far easier than reading anything. Oh. Identify color. Tick. I mean, it's a short. It's a hack. It's a yeah. shortcut, and it, and it's sort of that was the beauty of Chums Group. So the flag system, I do miss. Mm-hmm. Um, I miss a little bit. We, it was great, but as we, you know, as we covered, there was inherent problems. On the, the reason I bring it up is, on the weekend, mm-hmm. someone was talking to me. Um, they've got a they recently bought a new house or rented a new house, and it had a flagpole, right? And you see them around. Yeah. We've got one in our neighbourhood. Yeah. But flagpole houses are a bit rare. Yeah, yeah. Right? And this person was like, you know what? I love having a flagpole. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, we're going to get the Australian flag. We're going to get the Aboriginal flag. And said, and they were explaining to me, going, the great thing about a flagpole is, you know, if you want to fly the flag mm. or any flag, mm. you can really, you can put it on there. Mm. 
And you can fly it high. Mm-hmm. And if you and I said, look, I understand. You know, I fly high. Yeah. And they didn't understand. They didn't realize who they were talking to. Yes. Really. And they're like, and you know, we might. It could be a special day overseas, and we might fly there. Like, and I tried to say, look, I understand. <laughs> Trust me, you're embarrassing yourself. Yeah. Because you don't understand. Did. You don't understand who you're talking to. Yes. They're like, and you know. We might just, the kids might make a flag. Yes. And we might, and I just had to say, just, you are making a damn fool out of this. <laughs> You're pitching to me, yeah. Chums Group. Yep. I, I, I know. Yeah. I invented this, basically. Yes. Uh, I was there in the room when yeah. we came up with this system. So don't tell me that flagpoles mm. are a great way to communicate <laughs> how you feel. Yeah. Because we know from the get go, yes. this was us. Yes. This was us. Just a crazy story of like being part of a dot com mm. bubble. Yeah, you know it burst, mm. and now people they don't know who they're talking to. Yeah, did you? <laughs> it's like walking past the the founder of Friendster. Yeah, you know, and they're they're in a park bench and they're babbling. Yeah, but you don't know that they they were there at the forefront. Did you warn them about hackers? And I didn't <laughs> to punish them. And I hope we. I hope I go to their house yeah. and there is someone in it. There is a hot dog out the front. <laughs> Dancing around, and and their window is on fire without affecting the kids. You know, I hope so. And uh, mm-hmm. you seem happy. Yes. Why wouldn't you be? Oh, I've had a great day. Had a great day. <laughs> Let's try and maintain your happiness, yep. but at the same time, upset you for our amusement. Oh. Everything is neat and practical. That's the way he likes it. But what if it wasn't? Upset Andy. Uh, we'll find out now. Luke. Mm. G'day, Jack, and a big happy birthday, Andy, first of all. No need. Luke. Um, mate, Andy, like yourself, I'm also very OCD. So when Not OCD, I... mate. It just yeah, it's a little bit. Well, <laughs> no, it's, you seem very, very certain about that. Like <laughs> almost disproving the claim. <laughs> Mate, while I was uh, holidaying in America last year, uh, we caught an Uber, and the Uber driver had one of those mobile phone car mounts that one would typically mount to their windscreen above yep. the steering wheel. Right, suction uh, mount. Yeah, mate, yeah. So she had that suction to the LCD monitor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. He's gone. We've got him, I would not well, like that. hands to the head, massaging his temples, <laughs> yeah. trying to calm himself down. Can't see his other hand. I think it snapped a pencil. You got him, Luke. You got him. How did you How did you handle it, Luke? Were you all right? Mate, I was spewing. And yeah. to make it work. Get out of a moving car, work. I reckon. <laughs> just, just open the door and yeah, roll. I mean, she's doing, you roll, she's you doing that with a suction, man. What's she doing with the rest of the vehicle? <laughs> um, oh, Luke, good, thank Luke. you, mate. Good. Uh, Madeline, mm. um, Madeline, have you got something to upset Andy? Hi, yes, I Ahoy. do. Um, I was brought to my attention that I'm, I'm not normal by doing this, but I actually have never and probably will never back up my phone to the cloud. Yeah. Everyone at work thought I was crazy, but don't have time. Yeah, who does, Madeline, to be honest? I mean, it's. Did and you, have you ever had a problem? Never. There Madeline, you go. There you go. Madeline, you need, like, co- yeah. contacts. No. I don't care about They'll photos. Find you. They'll they, find you. They won't find They will. <laughs> this day and age, who yeah. can't they'll find, find you? They'll find me. If I lose them, they'll find me. Yeah, if it was I'm that easy to get off the grid. Okay, but, but if you need to find someone, Madeline. Yeah, you'll find them. <laughs> who do you need? To, who do you need to find, Nando? Who do you need to find? If you lost your phone now, tell me who you need to find. And I'll find them for you. Um, I don't know. 
Beck's mum's number? Yeah, crazy. I've got Beck's number. I'll call her. Yeah. <laughs> if it's the rigmarole for every single person. That's fine. Be... I'm very happy to do that. Have all we right. ever had this before? Because no, you would hate this. Yeah. Bianca lost her all her contacts, like Madeline said, um, could happen, and didn't start saving people's numbers. So we'd just go through the... If you, if they had a message chain, go through the message and try and work out who it oh. was. But instead of save the person's name, no, <clears throat> no, no, uh, no problem there. The system Matthew, works. Ahoy to you, Don't Matthew. Bother fixing it. Ahoy, Matty. Ah, ahoy, boys. Happy birthday, Andy, and uh, congrats on the far superior P. Hames. <laughs> thank you so much, Andy. Trying yeah. not to talk about it, obviously, but I do appreciate it. Have to say thank you, of course. <laughs> Credit <laughs> yep. where the credit's due. Don't have to. To me, uh, uh, but we'll move on away. very, very quickly. Thanks, Matty. Um, what have you got? <laughs> Uh, so, uh, you know, those little cans of tuna you get, um, so I don't bother with a fork or spoon when I eat them. I just crack the tin open and, uh, bend the, uh, little metal lid into a bit of a shovel. And yeah, there you go. <laughs> Inbuilt shovel. Um, uh, <laughs> Matty, apocalypse I, ready. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. Don't hate it. Yeah. Because, I mean, because this is, this is a part of Upset Andy that people often. It's a grey area. The grey area is like. It's the ingenious. Effic- the efficiency as soon as something's more efficient, yeah. I don't need it to be ordered. Yeah, that's Well, fair. look, I'm not going to lie. It is, it is a little bit sharp and it takes a bit of practice. Yeah. Yeah. There's for sure been a few little cut lips here and there. But, oh, um, Andy, yeah, Andy would have about... no sympathy for that. No. He, he would say get better at doing it. Yes. He'd say user yeah. error. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It hasn't upset me. It's, it's kind of mild. It's certainly not what, hot. what about if it's going to always drip on the bench and slop everywhere? Terrible. That would annoy me. Do, does it well, drip and slop? Well, you kind of um, you kind of hover it above your head a little and tilt your head back and just let gravity Ooh, incre- assist you next, there because yeah. you, you can't really have the the sharp oh, bit of metal okay. in your mouth. It's so annoying him now, Matt. Neck pain. He doesn't like the neck issue. He doesn't didn't like that. He didn't like the crink in the neck. <laughs> See you, Matt. That's what he hates. <laughs> Lachlan, Lachlan, ahoy, ahoy to you, mate. Ahoy, Lachlan. Have you got something for Ando? Uh, so, um, if I'm wearing my sunnies, usually means I'm very busy. And uh, I've got things to do, people to see. Yep. And if I get a smudge on them, I just leave it there. I can still see. Yep. No. You can see. You can you can have one whole eye blacked out and you can still see. <laughs> yeah, you can. You can. You can. Yeah, you can. But, but say if you're busy, you wouldn't do them. But then would you leave it there forever or are you going to next uh, available no, chance? You usually, usually, usually forget about it and then just uh, if it comes up, it's like, oh, I'm just lying on the couch. Maybe I'll fix it then. But usually it doesn't happen. So what, yeah. he's still he's still he's still he's on the couch. <laughs> you and me are pretty similar. Like we're busy men. The great, the great <laughs> thing is... interrupting the Ricky Lake show. The, 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 the great thing is, like, uh, the human brain will adapt around that. Yes. And yeah, that's, that's right. Improvise, adapt, overcome. Yep. And I... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, and I do think I do think it's almost insulting. I often think you're insulting your brain and you're insulting evolution to clean the glasses like that and burning yeah. your valuable time on this earth. Yeah, it's, it's why you can't it's why you can't feel yourself wearing pants once they're already done there. You don't feel them anymore because you like, know where they are. Yeah, it's like a blind spot. The blind spot. Yeah. Your, brain, your brain fills it in. I love it. Like. Okay, see you guys. Superior brain. <laughs> hey, before we go. Um, Hope everyone's staying safe out there wherever you are in the world. I'm sure you are. Uh, thank you for connecting with us. You know how everyone says, you know everyone says stay safe at the moment. Like, yeah, stay safe. It, has it? Is it ever fallen on someone's ears that is just doing something dangerous and like, okay, yes, I will stay safe. <laughs> yeah. I, feel like, I feel like there's a lot of stay safe going on, but yes. I think we are being safe. Yeah, like, it's not. Yep. I've never had anyone say stay safe to me just as yep. I'm like licking a door handle <laughs> at the supermarket <laughs> or something. Oh, yep, fair call. Well, my my mum always says drive safely to me. Yeah. And 
when I'm leaving, like... One day she won't. You can take all those jumps on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, people have been hitting us up, heymissionary.com. Anything, any amusement, uh, musings you have, hit us there. Obviously, you can go get the loyalty card. But um, we had a request for the duping game to come back. Great request. Uh, this game, if you never heard it, essentially... We need people that have an amazing thing in their house, amazing artifact. It could be an amazing bit of memorabilia. And you reach out and you'll tell us about that. We'll question you about the memorabilia. You either actually have it or you don't have it or at all. We're going to smell the dupe. Can you dupe us? So, yeah, hit us up, hamishnady.com if you've got any of those. And we'll catch you next week. Have a great week. Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. 